What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Healthspin Academy. I am your host, Craig Shearhart, and joining me today is my special guest, Alex Vigno, who is a beast in the CrossFit world. He's a multi-games competitor. Started CrossFit in 2013. It's one of those rare breeds that got competitive and really good really fast in 2014, qualified for what was known as regional zen, which we know now is like semifinals. The next year, he qualified for the CrossFit Games and finished 11th in his debut. Qualified for the Games again in 2016, 2019, and 2021 with two top 10 finishes along the way. And just qualified again this year in the Atlas Games uh, in a really stacked men's division, finishing fourth. Uh, His top lifts recorded are a 465 back squat, a 600-pound deadlift, 360-pound clean and jerk, and a 300-pound snatch. Absolute beast with a barbell. Uh, so today's all about Alex's journey, his training methods, and uh, his his secrets to to getting super fit. Alex, thanks for joining me today, man. Thank you. Cool. So I want to kick this off with uh, your athletics growing up. You obviously got into the sport and just got really good, really fast. Um, were, were sports a big thing, kind of in your household growing up, or how did uh, how did your athletics kind of look as you were growing up? Uh, back then, I was playing hockey, ice okay. hockey. So, I grown up in the little, little town far east from Quebec City. So the only thing we have was uh, hockey. So right, yeah, that's what I that's what I did. Cool. So when I was around twelve, thirteen, I started to train like to be fitter for hockey. Yeah, because there was a a team in Bicamo, right? Like five, five hours from my my hometown. Okay, and I start training for that, and then uh, I was like better at training than at hockey. So yeah. when I was eighteen, the my hockey career career end up. Okay, so I start to to train, but I didn't know CrossFit. Right. At, so yeah. So how did CrossFit kind of come into your life? Uh, I was training like in a global gym. Okay. Body gym. Yeah. And I didn't like it at all. Yeah. It was like boring training. Yeah. Yeah. I was doing like bodybuilding stuff and then just get the running session after. Yeah. The intensity. So bodybuilding was a, wasn't my thing. Yeah. So I, I found a, a gym where I closed my apartment in Quebec City nice. when I was uh, studying. And I saw like guys doing tire flips and some some things on the ring and the bar. And I was yeah. like, that looks pretty fun. I was, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I didn't hear about CrossFit. So I, I did, that looks pretty cool what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Decided to I, take a stab at it. I, I went to that gym and it, it, it was like a like a specialty gym where right. like a hockey team okay. training. Yeah. And there was like a gymnastics sections yeah. with uh, with a turf and uh, some bodybuilding machine. Okay. And then there was, um, uh, a box that I think that that was not affiliated at that time. Okay. There was a box. Yeah. And I I got a membership there. Yeah. And I pretty like it my first workout. So yeah. Near hooks and the rest is history. Comes off like a four hundred reps workout. Oh I wow. did my my girlfriend 
and yeah. I fall in love right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Obviously, it's panned out pretty well for you. So, talk me through what a typical day in the life. I just I want to talk a bit more about your gym in a second. But what like what did your training volume look like a typical day? Uh, are you doing multi sessions these days? Uh, how often do you take time off uh, downtime? Talk me through some of that stuff. Um. No, it's very, very different than back in the days. Yeah. I was used to, to do a lot of volume and mm-hmm. just train train uh, as much as I could to to like outwork everyone. Yeah. And wasn't thinking about like efficiency and, and being smart. Yeah, and long term. Yeah. So yeah. right now I'm just turned 30. Yeah. Two weeks ago. So it's different. I have a full-time job as a police officer. I have a, a little girl. And yeah, the priorities change a little. Eh? Yeah. So yeah. I have to adjust my training for that. Right. So and when I'm working, I, I have the chance to, to train on my lunch break. Mm, nice. So when I'm working, I'm doing 12-hour shift. Right. Around an hour to train on the lunch break. So when I'm on day at the job, I'm training like an hour. Yeah. Simple stuff. No like heavy squat cleans, no instant push up. I'm, right. I'm doing like conditioning and okay. Yeah. Yeah. And when I'm off, I'm doing like regular CrossFit training, like two mm-hmm. sessions with, uh, anything in that. So I try to, to uh, take advantage of the, these day. That's impressive. You're able to still keep that level of fitness with just an hour a day on those. And when you're on shift, that's wild. Um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So like to, to take my rest day, like at least one rest day, like I'm not working at the job and I'm yeah. not. So, yeah. And on a rest day, are you doing any kind of active recovery, like mobility work? Or are you just like, just taking it completely easy? Uh, I'm more like, taking care of family and yeah yeah like the cow lawn mowing and like okay. that yeah so mo- a little functional movement low low intensity yeah um awesome I, i've been checking out your your barn gym that looks super sweet did you put that uh put that t- most of that together yourself like so you got yeah. outfitted with gorilla it looks amazing yeah uh we just moved in you in a new house here yeah yeah uh when i moved here in setzel uh, I bought a house where I built a garage by myself yeah. because labor costs are super high. Yeah, true. So, uh, back back then, I was in um, I was studying in uh, civil engineering, so right. I have uh, I have the skills to nice to have that background. Yeah, yeah, build uh, something. Cool, but uh, I I couldn't like drop my barbell and doing box jump because the neighbor was complaining oh really yeah oh, man that's so, so annoying so i i lived there uh one year and okay. then i this house that we just bought last year after the game yeah. and the big land where my garage is pretty far from the neighbor nice. so I, I i had a, a small garage where i i i built an uh, add-on behind so i have a pretty big gym nice. now yeah it looks sweet um are, are you working with a coach these days is it just kind of you and you and your brother training or um what does that look like 
actually my brother is two hours drive from here oh really yeah so we oh, try wow. to uh, we try to meet every two three weeks okay but we do the same uh, same training same okay. training same programming oh, yeah and you're so, both like does he work out by himself as well yeah yeah wow that's that's crazy that you guys are able to to that takes a certain amount of mental fortitude to go all out by yourself uh yeah without That's anybody next to you that come with me to yeah. train yeah not like competitive athletes yeah i just but, scale my workout and then the they are doing the scale version but right as yeah someone with me it's good see? yeah it, yeah it's Amazing. not be the the like the the fittest athlete uh, beside you to like push you so yeah i always did that so cool well it's obviously working for you so alex i want to talk about you kind of mentioned how much different the training is now uh from from early on to today since you're more kind of selective you have less volume to work out are you are you more zeroed in on weaknesses these days or just kind of training volume in, in general or what are the major differences between what you did early days toward, towards now in terms of like what what's programmed and what what your workouts look like uh tra training weaknesses is always uh, a big part of my my training yeah so i try to do a lot of accessory work mm -hmm. to like train uh, train these yeah and uh, for the crossfit workout i try to have uh, like a target time or a goal that I know that is a competitive time, right? That we see the 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 the, the pace in the competition. So yeah. I try ready to stick with the those target time. Mm -hmm. So when I start to like fall off those pace, I I adjust my training and I rest a little more, focus right. on to hit those target. Awesome, very cool. Uh, I want to chat a little bit about the nutrition piece. Do you work with a nutrition coach? Do you have you measured your stuff in the past? Are you measuring your macros? How dialed in are you with your with your your nutrition piece these days? Um, this is my uh, coach's girlfriend. Okay. She's a, a nutritionist. Oh, nice. So she, uh, she uh, I work with with her her mm. for uh, two years now. Okay, I saw difference. I try to focus more on quality stuff yeah. than mac macro. Yeah. Um, I just like need to eat enough food. Yeah. 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 It's a big thing for me. I don't, I can train like without eat anything. Yeah. You got to force then, yourself to get it down sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. Are carbs your main source of fuel then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah more so than fats cars yeah fair enough awesome um let's talk through the mobility piece you mentioned turning 30 and i guess to, to considering the the amount of young kids that are coming in that's that's like almost ancient <laughs> in the crossfit games um what does your mobility routine look like are you doing mobility every day is that kind of built into your warm-up uh do you have a, a a set program that you follow are you kind of doing that on the fly what does your mobility recovery routine look like i i do a lot because I'm always sitting in the car. Yeah. At the job. So right. my hip flexor and like just always tight. Always tight. So yeah. I need after the shift I I came home. I come home and like stretch for mm -hmm. maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. And then 
I do a lot of uh, rehab, prehab stuff. In the, okay. In, so I'm not like always stretching. But I'm I'm always working on the the core stuff and yeah. make sure I'm I'm good to go and not uh, hurting my back. Yeah, sure enough. Awesome. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the the mental piece. Um, is that something you give a lot of attention to? I know like in the sport, there is kind of mental strategy and like a lot of athletes will do like visualization and ch- or uh, mantras or that kind of stuff. Um, what does, what do things look like mentally for you leading up to a competition? It depends. If, if we are in the open quarterfinals, I'm not like too focused on that. Yeah. I'm just, just going through the motions, just kind of uh, the weekend. Yeah. But when the season is, at the semi-finals training or games training, mm-hmm. the finals training are pretty stressful for me because it's I cannot peak at the quarterfinals, at the semifinals, and then at the game with right. my yeah stuff to be like um, full ready for the semifinals and then full ready for the game. So I try to be ju- like just okay for the semifinals and then mm. peak, and- peak in uh, July, August. Yeah. Yeah. So I do a lot of visualization, but I think it's um it's more stre- stressful now. So yeah. I do more of that. Yeah. But right now I'm qualified, so a part of my goal is reached. Yeah. But now I'm just like all out for the game. It's it's yeah. my time. Yeah. Fair enough. So the the formats changed a lot quite a bit over the years and they've kind of gone back and forth uh and there's mixed mixed feelings i'm sure among the there's a business piece to it what are your thoughts on the current structure where it's you know open quarters semis games and then there's kind of some stuff like dubai and, and rogue in the side are, are are you a fan of that do you like the original kind of regionals straight into the games or what what uh what are your thoughts there i think the the new format is pretty good yeah. they all they are working on it now. So mm-hmm. there's a, f- a small things that could be changed. Yeah. But I like the format that we, we are doing just three weeks uh, of open yeah. and the quarterfinals. We, we saw like more complex movement, like GHD rope climbs and stuff yeah. like that. So I think it's a good thing. Yeah. And, uh, for the semifinals, the, I really like the, that every workout was the same for everyone in the world. So right now, if a programming at a certain semifinal was better for you, that you could qualify. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we should do the same thing over the world, just to be sure that we got tested on the, the same workouts. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh... I I think that would be, yeah it does kind of create an even playing field. I guess the the issue is then if you have different weekends and then, then people have more time to prepare. Maybe that's why they're they're mixing it up and keeping it specific to each competition. Yeah. Uh, it's always a juggling act, I guess, right? But it seems like they are heading in the right direction at least. Yeah. Um, there's been a little turnover with the with people, and obviously Castro was doing all this programming, and 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 then he was just let go out of the blue. Um, and it seems like the languaging at CrossFit is like the programming is more collaborative now and there's a lot, a lot of more voices involved with it, which I think is a great thing. What are your thoughts on Castro coming back in the fold? I think it's a good thing. Castro was one of the first to, to like, uh, be at the game and, yeah. uh, program. Yeah. 
think it's a good thing too that there's what more than one person to to do the programming yeah i agree like a comedy to, yeah so yeah i think yeah. it's a good i i thought it, it was uh on the affiliate side of the the business now yeah yeah i think he's that seems like it. I had no idea really till all this came out, but he seems he's really heavily involved with the affiliate side of things, which I think is awesome. Um, yeah, cool. But he is one. He's a, he is a OG. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, it, it's been kind of it's been weird, like not having him announce the open workout stuff like that, just that we've been used yeah. to since the early days. Um, so, how does the, the training change between now and the games? Are you doing like kind of more? Uh, odd object work and stuff that are outdoor swimming Are you trying to get any open water swimming in between now and the games what are the major changes in, in training x's and o's between now and and uh when the games come up yeah i don't want to focus too much on like you you don't train for the unknown to the the unknown at every training session so mm -hmm. i mean you have to be ready for anything but yeah your needs to be like at the at the top mm -hmm. so i'm doing like every week we we're doing like uh like odd object or things we don't do during the years i mm -hmm. uh, am doing more swimming now yeah but with the job i have to choose uh, between uh, yeah that's tough and being a dad you got a lot of, a lot of things I, to juggle prioritize yeah yeah i cannot do everything so yeah. Is most of your swimming in pools? Are you trying to get some, some lake stuff in or, or what's the, both. Is that like both? Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Hopefully the weather warms up. So it's a little more comfortable swimming outside these days. Um, awesome. Well, Alex, I really appreciate the time. This has been a super, super awesome chat. What's the best place for people to follow your content? Instagram? Yeah. Instagram. Okay. Awesome. We'll link to that in the show notes. Much appreciated. Best of luck with the rest of the season. We'll be cheering for you in, in Madison. Thank you. Cheers. All right. Thanks for doing this episode of Husband Academy, guys. And we'll see you next time. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in today. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for supporting this channel. This has been a fun project. We are growing in viewership every single week. And we obviously couldn't do that without you. So thank you for continuing to tune in. I really hope you're getting value out of the, the programming and the content. Just wanted to give you a heads up. I've been working on a, a book on health and longevity the last couple of years. Been collaborating with my colleague, Dr. Dan Vitale, who's uh, an expert in the field as well. And we, we've basically just kind of summarized the literature, some of the techniques that we found really useful in the world of biohacking, what our exercise regimen looks like, what's, you know, cardio type stuff is going to help us live longer and healthier, mobility work, nutrition. We've covered the whole spectrum, everything that you can basically be in control of in your health and fitness kind of moving forward to help you live as healthily as possible for as long as possible. And it's available free for download. So if you click on the YouTube banner, you'll see a link to download the, the blueprint. It's also on our Instagram profile or on the website. You can click on fivepillarmethod.com slash optimize to get your free copy of the book. And I hope you enjoy it. Hope you're keeping well. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.